Hi, everybody. Welcome to Movies with my mother. This is Lexi. And Mother Lori. And today, yay, my favorite time of year, spooky <laughs> season. Yeah. I finally forced mom into watching one of the all-time scariest scary movies of all time, which means it's not scary. Right. <laughs> Psycho. Yes. I don't know how you have made it this far in life without seeing it. You know, I don't know, but I remember that Grandma saw Psycho downtown at the theater, and when she was walking back to Scottwood, where she lived in an apartment, she fell down and cut her knee. She always told us that was Phantom of the Opera. Getting out of a cab? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the like weird gravelly spot on her knee. Yep. So, yeah. so which story is it? Oh, who the hell knows? Do, 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 do. Oh, that's the that's Jaws, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Psycho was made in 1960. Yes. It is rated R today. It has had several ratings since the Hayes Code and everything else. Right. All that nudity. Yeah. Yeah, you saw her belly button. <gasps> it Twice. Was, yeah. A one hour, 49 minutes long, so it was pretty long. Yes. For a movie of that time. And, of course, it was directed by Alfred Hitchcock. Yes. And the music, the musical direction was Bernard Herrmann. Yes. Based on a novel by Robert Block. Yep. This movie did amazing. It's got a 96% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. It's got 97% on Metacritic. Wow. And 8.5 out of 10 on IMDb. Unbelievable. The money. Did you see the money? I did. I have some, some notes about the money. Yeah. The budget was $806,000. Well, $807,000. Yeah, that's what I remember. Because he wanted to make a movie, a black and white gritty movie, under a million dollars. And he did. Yeah. So in today's money, that's like $8 million. That's what I, 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 down, I downloaded an inflation. In oh, did you? Calculator. Yes. So do you have like a real figure? Is that, it's a, I just kind of figured that up in my head. Oh, it's about 7.9. Nowhere near $8 million. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Then I read somewhere that it would be like 10 point some percent more. So I figured it all up in my head and yeah. came up with that. That's real close. Yeah. Good for you. Math wizard of the day. I play with a calculator. I didn't know that. Well, have you ever looked it up? You can read that on, on something. No, I just downloaded a calculator. Oh, okay. <laughs> Worldwide gross, I saw two different numbers. I did not look at gross money. Uh, well, I did kind of, but not. And I also didn't look to see if this was today money or if this was all-time money or if this was 1960s money. I'm assuming this is all-time today money because it said one number was 32 and change million, and then the other was straight up 50 million. I, okay, I have nothing about that. Do you want me to look it up real quick? Uh, I don't care. <laughs> well, it, it I, has made a lot of money. What, what I, why I knew it made a lot of money, and that's probably why I did not look any farther. Um, when Paramount was going with this, yes. they decided that he could only have a very small budget yeah. because it was going to be a flop. And um, so he said, okay, uh, I'll waive that 250000 salary that, you know, I'll, I'll only take a part of that. I'll take money on the back end. Yeah, and you can give me six, 60% a box. Yeah. 
and it said it made him rich. It made him $15 million. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's kind of why I didn't look further into the money because, you know, if he's going to only take 60% of the haul, you know, right. and it's going to be big. Absolutely. And Paramount, you know, left there with slack jaw. Yeah. What? Yeah, because they were like, this source material is gross. Yeah, it's not going to make it. Right. It starred Anthony Perkins, Janet Lee, Vera Miles, John Gavin, and Martin Balsam. Uh, Mother also had a uh, a person. Yes. Uh, I didn't. Virginia Her name was something. Virginia Gregg. Yes. And she's a, a, if you saw a picture of her, you'd know who she was. She's on, she's been in TV, movies, radio. You'd, you'd know instantly who she was. Oh, okay. She was on Perry. <laughs> of course she was. <laughs> and the super, super basic plot of this movie is that a woman on the lam ends up at a lonely roadside motel operated by an odd young man. Mm-hmm. And then everything goes to hell. <laughs> and, and stuff ensues. You talked about Bernard Herman. Hitchcock was so impressed with his scoring and his composing. Yes. That he doubled his salary? Yes. Did you see that? I did. And that that figure was... $34,500. One dollar. Yeah. yeah. So, in today's money, that would be $3 million. No. Times 10, 34000 times 3, $340,000. Yeah, just under that. I had, to, I had that. to do the zeros. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> And that originally the shower scene was supposed to be silent. Silent. Can you imagine? I think that would have been more scary, honestly. Oh, no, that music is. It builds the tension, but I think that if it were just silent and you're just kind of sitting there like, what in the hell? I think I don't that, that know. kind of would have added a different layer to it. But No, I, I don't know. I don't. Knowing it with the music, I, absolutely, I would miss it. Yeah. But if I were watching this with fresh eyes and, not, you know, no music was there, I don't think I would miss it if I didn't know it was there. Oh, I, you know, the silence in a, a, a hotel room, the running water. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I like the music. Yeah. But I did read that, that it was supposed to be silent. I thought that was kind of crazy. The color of Marion's lingerie change and her purse mm-hmm. changes after she commits a crime she was a good little girl and then she was not yep yeah i thought that was pretty cool yep janet lee famously has said that uh since making psycho she took only baths for the rest of her life <laughs> but you know just because being a woman alone in, in, in a shower by yourself in a strange place and it's a real vulnerable position just for anybody but yeah especially women traveling alone and <laughs> Right. <laughs> but also, you know, how fast are you going to jump up out of a bathtub? I mean, at least in a shower, you're already standing. That is true. Just, that is in my brain. <laughs> you, of course you would think that. You know, the, and how am I going to fight my way out of this room? When she was making those notes and flushing that piece of paper down the toilet. Yeah. That was the first time a toilet and a toilet flushing was seen in an American movie. Yes, because, you know, just like... It's um, gross. What goes on in the toilet is yeah, gross. Just like fam- men and women only sleep in single beds, but she's pregnant or they got a couple of kids. What? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of trivia that bleeds into Janet Lee's daughter's career... Yes. ...is that her boyfriend is named Sam Loomis. Loomis Hardware. Yes. Don- I- 
Donald Pleasance in the movie Halloween, which starred Jamie Lee Curtis, is named Samuel Loomis. I didn't know that. Yeah. Why would I know that, right? Well, we talked about it when we watched Halloween, but... That, that, was, was that yesterday? Year. No, that was last year. <laughs> I might try remembering yesterday, but not last year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I did read that. And since the movie, Janet Lee has written books. Oh. Uh-huh. And has done many, many, many films. And she died, oh, just five, five years ago? Yeah, I, I not, didn't write it down, but yeah, not very recently. super long ago, but not like yesterday. Right. Yeah. Well, she would be probably well into her 90s. I would imagine. All of these people have got to be well into their 90s. Because she was a young woman in the movie. What would you put her at? She well, she kind of seemed like she was talking as if she was reaching old maid status in the, in the beginning when she's talking to the boyfriend. So would that be 20-ish? Maybe tw- yeah, 20, 25-ish. Okay. So if you think about that math, the 60s was... 60 years ago, so that's 87. Yeah, I could look it up if you yeah. want. No, I don't care that much. But And and the uh, other secretary in the office yes. was Hitchcock's uh, daughter, Patricia. Pat. Yes. Yep. And Hitchcock did his cameo early on right? because he, a... he knew that people would be looking for him. Yes. And he did not want to distract from the, the scariness of the movie. Yes. Yeah, I read that this was considered his first horror movie. But all of his movies are thrillery, suspensey, but I guess they're just well, thrillery, suspensey movies and not straight up horror. We don't see straight up murders and well, we did one on the rope. We yeah. saw that murder. Well, kind of but not really. Yeah. And the other ones we really don't see any murders. I murders guess. happen, but um, the guy gets chased by an so, airplane. Yeah. Yeah. So we don't see any. On this one, we see murders. Yeah, you're right. I did not know that he murdered his mother and her husband. Yeah, you don't find that out till the very end. Right. I, I think I knew he murdered his mother, but I didn't realize there was a man, too. In the later movies, they kind of explain that they have a real weird, symbiotic, almost sexual relationship, Norman and his mother. Um, which I guess would well that would more fit the the narrative the, the narrative that Perkins wanted to turn the movie to because Hitchcock didn't do the other movies. No, no, but somebody close to the production did. Right, Hilton but, Green. But I think that Perkins wanted to make it more of a psychological thriller than it had been. You know, I mean that probably was like the first nineteen sixty was. First psychological type thriller. Probably. Well, I'm sure there were others at that time, but yeah, but are are they as notable as Psycho? No, right. I am... You know, and it's all in your mind until right in the end when it's come straight out that yeah. he is his mother and he killed them. Yes, I'm being eaten right now. Oh, I'm I got a little love bite too today. Uh, I'm being murdered. <laughs> Is anybody up there chewing on your hair? No. It's... That, because, well, I cut my hair off since we last uh, did a show. And, you know, Mr. Fluffman has a, a, I don't know what his deal was chewing my hair. He chew on hair. Yeah. He, he doesn't have any hair back there to chew now. Oh. So he licks it. Okay. Sure. Ew. <laughs> okay. It's awful. 
Ooh. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, we're not giving away any secrets, are we? Most people have seen this oh, movie beside yeah. me. I, I think that if you are needing spoiler alerts, you need to go somewhere else. Yeah. Because we're going to talk the hell because, out of this movie. Because, listen, I didn't know, I've never seen this movie, but I kind of knew this movie. Yeah. You know, I, I've known this movie all my life of this movie. Right. But I don't know. It's weird. I, I was I was frightened a couple of times, but I think that the move the music helped that. You I, can't, I can't get my arm back. <laughs> oh, she has got your whole arm. It he like keeps keeps snagging it. Okay, who is it? Is it? It's Luli. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I enjoyed it though. Yeah, it wasn't anything I I think I expected. You know, I've <laughs> seen the shower scene a million times. Right, and I think. I think you were expecting it to be scarier than it was, right? Yes. Much scarier. But I guess you have to remember that... 1960 was a different time. Yeah. That was pretty scary 60 years that, ago. That, that would have been. I was just a little kid then. Well, yeah. If you were watching this when you were a little kid, when it first came out, then shame on your parents. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we would have had to go to a movie theater. And I don't ever remember going to a movie theater with my parents. We went to the drive-in about once a month. Oh, that's fun. And we, but I couldn't tell you if we, what movies we saw, but we always went to the drive-in. We popped popcorn in a grocery sack and we took our pillows. We were in our jammies, you know. Oh. (laughs) And we went to the drive-in. That's so fun. Yeah. 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 And it's too bad that that doesn't happen anymore. No, they're slowly fading away. Uh, Hitchcock bought the rights anonymously to the Robert Block novel. Yes. For $9,000. Yes. Which is about 88000 today. Yep. Then he went around the city buying books so nobody could read the end. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was, well, I, you know you've heard of people doing that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But you don't, don't ever think about it. So that was pretty cool. The novel was inspired by serial killer Ed Gein. And uh, Ed Gein has been the subject of many uh, horror movies. Okay. More notably, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh. And Silence of the Lambs. Ooh. Uh, he was a necrophile. He was a grave robber. Oh, my God. And maybe a cannibal. Ooh. What are you supposed to do with the bodies once you dig them up? Yeah, well. Other than make lampshades out of them. Well, uh, okay. <laughs> Were they embalmed? I would imagine. Well, I don't Why know. Why would you eat something that was embalmed? Ooh. Well, then, well, I don't know. This is like farm country in the, oh, like, no. 20s, so probably not. Oh, maybe not. Maybe not. Okay. Wow. Um, Anthony Perkins was paid exactly $40,000 for the role. Really? The amount of money that Marion stole. I don't remember th- I seeing that. Yes, I saw that. How fun. That's about 392000 today. Because I looked at the car. You know, I, the $40,000 and that $7,000 or $700 car. Yeah. So, yeah. And in the book, Norman was a short, pudgy, middle-aged man that was generally dislikable. And Hitchcock wanted him to be a sympathetic character. So that's why he went with handsome, boyish Anthony Perkins. Okay. All right. What else? Oh, (laughs) this I found funny. Walt Disney? Yes! I read that too. Refused to allow Hitchcock to film at Disneyland because he thought Psycho was disgusting. Yep. Walt Disney is a confirmed racist and anti-Semite and possible Nazi sympathizer. 
Yes. So, again. But he doesn't like scary movies. He thought Psycho was gross. (laughs) Yeah. Peach of a man, Walt Disney. That's okay. Oh, this one I thought was cool. And this also harkens back to Jamie Lee Curtis in Halloween. Janet Lee said that her wardrobe was all off-the-rack department store clothing to be more identifiable to the female viewers and to add a sense of realism as a character with a secretary job. She wasn't going to be wearing designer labels and handmade, huh. beautiful, just for her pret porte I thought the clothes all looked realistic. Yeah, she looked like a real person. Yeah. Yeah. And Jamie Lee Curtis did the same for her wardrobe for Halloween. She went out and spent like 120 bucks at JCPenney. I do remember that. Yeah. <laughs> I do remember that part of it. And and the secretary at the other desk, she had on the same type of shirtwaist dress. Yes. You know, that was very tailored with a little jabot neck. Yeah. Yeah. I believe that. Now, we talked about this when, when he kind of first came on screen. Martin Balsam. Now, I remember when he died because the TV news here in town made a big goddamn deal about it. It was on every channel. And I I looked it up while we were getting ready, and there's nothing. There's no no connection connection to to Toledo. He was was from New York, and he died in Rome, Italy. Nothing that he did passed him through Toledo. No organizations he was with. He was part of the actor's studio. He was married to Joyce Van Patten. That was one of his many wives. Yeah. Yeah. Again, they all had four or five spouses. His uh, daughter with Joyce Van Patten, uh, Talia Balsam, was married to George Clooney for about five minutes in the 80s. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I don't remember. I don't remember that. You remember that from nineteen, and it's and the only reason I remember it is because they kept showing him with the blood on his forehead stumbling backwards down the stairs, <laughs> and that's you know that's a memorable sight. Yeah, and I was just like, oh yeah, I remember this. Why why did they make a big deal of this? No goddamn clue. Well, <laughs> right. Um, he was in some huge movies. Oh, absolutely. But... You know, 12 Angry Men, Breakfast at Tiffany's, Carpetbaggers. I mean, these are all giant movies. From I think, I think I saw Tora, Tora, Tora was one of them. Yeah, Tora, 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 yeah. Movie. The Taking of Pelham 1, 2, 3, yeah. Yeah. Murder on the Orient Express. Yes. I mean, he has been in huge movies. Dr. Kildare, he was on TV, Dr. Kildare. All the President's Men? You don't remember Dr. Kildare. Oh, he was on Archie Bunker's Place. Uh-huh. He, didn't he own the bar? <clears throat> he was his Jewish business partner. Oh, okay. I mean, um, you know, I look through here. I, there's really nothing that no, nothing. would connect him to Toledo. I don't, I, I think that, you know, your 1996 brain thought differently, you know. I, I guess I just thought that since they made a big deal about it on the local news that, it was something to do with local stuff, but... Yeah. I mean, no, I guess not. He was a, a big star. Yeah. Well, it talks in here about Hitchcock didn't want box office names. Yeah, but and he, a lot of, of his crew was TV people. Yeah, because that's the way he wanted the um, outcome to look. Okay. He wanted it to, to look like it was through your eyes. I voyeur. Oh, and yeah. And voyeurism. Yeah, To okay. make it even creepier. 
But I mean, all of these people are big names. I mean, we know all of them from movies. Right. You know, Vera Miles, Janet Lee, even John Anderson. He was um, you know, he did tons of TV. Who's John that, Anderson? He was the sheriff. Oh, okay. They went to his house the okay. Yeah, his house in his pajamas. These people were all hugely well Lula. Oh, she's sniffing it. Oh, I thought I heard chewing. Oh, she was licking it. Okay. I'll put it away. <laughs> you you cannot lick my llama. Oh weird. <laughs> yeah, that did come out weird, didn't it? It sounded real gross. Yeah, Vaughn Taylor, John McIntyre. These are all huge actors. They've been in TV and and uh, movies. Vaughn Taylor was her boss. Oh, okay. You recognize that face. Yeah. Um, John McIntyre is be- best known for his time on Wagon Train. No idea. Let's see. Why, why don't I know who he played? I'll have to look at the cast. Another big name that we know that I guess was a big name later in the 70s that was almost, 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 almost had the part of Marion Crane was Shirley Jones, Mrs. Oh my gosh. Partridge. I, I was mistaken. John Anderson was the car dealer. Do you remember oh, his face? Yeah, uh-huh. Yes. And John McIntyre, the sheriff, was the sheriff was okay. on wagon train. Okay. I had him mixed up. But, you know, I mean, maybe this was because they were early. They were starring early, and they went on to be really big names. Uh, could be. Yeah. Now, we were always told that it was Hershey syrup that you see used as the blood in the shower. Yes. But it was really Bosco brand chocolate syrup. I have to wonder, was Hershey syrup around before Bosco? I didn't look that up, but I had to wonder that myself. Yeah, that would be my only thing. You know, maybe I remember Bosco. Yeah. Of course, I grew up in the 60s. And people my age will remember Bosco from an episode of Seinfeld where... That's George's ATM pin code, but he's not going to tell anybody it's Bosco. Oh, oh, my God. And then he says it to Mr. Peterman's dying mother, and that's like her last words is Bosco. Yeah. And that was like a whole big weird thing. <laughs> okay. It's the same thing. Yeah. Bosco and Hershey syrup are the same thing. Yeah. You put the Bosco in your milk. Yeah. But <laughs> that's where I know the name Bosco from. Okay. Reruns of. Seinfeld. All right. I re- Janet Lee re- received all sorts of <gasps> colorful, yes. threatening letters after the release of this movie detailing what the writers would love to do to Marion Crane. Yes. And that some were so grotesque that she sent them to the FBI to be investigated, and yeah. they were. And <laughs> Can you imagine? I absolutely oh, can the, imagine. All, all through the readings of information that I looked through, n- nobody liked this or only creepers like this and they were writing in and stuff like that i'm thinking that's weird well it's really kind of one of the first times that voyeurism is kind of portrayed in a movie in a big big movie like this yes and i think that kind of gave people license to uh with voyeurism fetishes like a nod to be like dude it's okay yeah (laughs) and it's still a thing people are still creepy weird that is true and according to tony curtis who was married to janet lee at the time um in his autobiography all the interviews all the press that she did subsequently yeah to psycho all they wanted to talk about was the shower scene 
Oh. And that drove her to drink, which led to the breakdown of their marriage. Now, I take that with a grain of salt. Because Tony Curtis wasn't a perfect man either. Wasn't he an alcoholic? I believe that he was. I also believe that he had several women on the side. I see. But according to him. But they made a beautiful couple. Oh, and their kids are beautiful. Oh, my goodness. And did you see that Jamie Lee just got her uh, handprints and feet prints on the Walk of Fame? I didn't. Yes, she did. And she signed it uh, as October 31st. Oh, cool. Yep. So that it would. Forever, even though it was last week, she did that. Yeah. So, yeah. Halloween is forever her day. Yep. Yep. That was, I I thought that, wow, we're going to watch that movie this weekend. And it's really cool. Jamie Lee Curtis did the first two Halloween movies. Then the third Halloween movie veers completely off course into its own territory. Mm -hmm. And then it comes back to Michael Myers as being the bad guy in the fourth and fifth movie. But she has nothing to do with it. But her character is still kind of mentioned a little bit as being part of the movie. And wasn't her mother in one of those? Yes. The sixth movie details Jamie Lee's daughter. Now, see, the Halloween universe is, is twisty-turny. Right. several right. different versions of it. Yes. So one and two and seven are connected. And okay. four, five, and six are connected. Okay. Because Jamie Lee doesn't come back until Halloween H2O. That's number right. seven. Oh, that's the movie that her yeah. mother was in. Yeah. and H2O. Yeah. She plays the headmistress of this fancy pants boarding school in California. Um, and her mother is her elderly secretary. And at one point in the movie, the secretary is leaving for the day. And she gets into a 1958 Ford Galaxy. Oh. And that. The, White one? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> And that music kind of kind of swirls through as she's driving away. Oh my god! Because that was a Ford Galaxy that she went under in. Yes. Okay. No, that was a Ford Custom. Um, the move, the car that she trades in is the Galaxy. Are you sure that was right? I that's think I read it. I read. All right. If you wrote it down, I didn't write it down. Yeah, that's what. They, but they were both fifty eights. So okay. okay. I, I guess a fifty eight Ford is a fifty eight Ford. Well. No, her that that second car was fancy. The first car was very plain. Had the little wing back things. And, uh-huh. Yeah, well, whatever. I don't know. I, I I did some stuff about. I looked into more stuff about Bernard Herman and his connection with Hitchcock. Did you see that there was some controversy around whether or not he used electronics in his he did orchestrating? Use, he did use electronics. Well, I read that he did not, and he maintained that he did not. I'm sorry, I have a cold. Rona is going back through my office, and thank God I don't have Rona. I just have a cold. Yeah, so if you hear her honking and blowing. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I could hear myself as being super nasally, so sorry. Actually, maybe maybe I'm playing both parts. <laughs> or maybe you're playing both parts. Now, we've talked about this before, how I think we sound so much alike. It's weird. That, you know, do people hear that when they're listening to do you hear that when you're listening to us i don't hear it but i i know that we do on the phone so i hear it we sound a lot alike it's weird so maybe maybe it's only one of us here i don't know how to throw my voice so last last recording would have never happened if there weren't two of us oh okay (laughs) all right well okay 
Yes, I read that um, Bernard Herman did seven of Hitchcock's movies. Oh, wow. Marnie, Vertigo, North by Northwest, and The Sounds of the Birds in The Birds were all, there was really no music in The Birds, but The bird sounds were electronically produced. Weird. They couldn't just go to the zoo and to the bird house, the aviation house? Aviary. Yeah. Aviation. Aviation. That's the airport, (laughs) honey. Maybe a load. Have you had one too many cold pills? I think so. I haven't even had hot toddy yet. Oh, my God. It's the end of the world. I know. Herman is a Juilliard student. Okay. He, He was pretty famous. He did a lot of... A lot of music for movies and stuff. He was a huge influence on George Martin's arrangement of Eleanor Rigby. Okay. I guess with the strings. Yes. Okay. That's exactly it. I thought, I can absolutely hear that. Yeah. I, yeah. I thought that was pretty darn cool. So, yeah. But, but, Herman and Hitchcock butted heads. You don't do that to Hitch. And their friendship was over. Yeah, because Hitchcock was a vindictive little shit of a man sounds like it and it and it happened on torn curtain okay and that was the end of their collaboration and friendship oh wow but of course you know mrs hitchcock says and mrs herman says no that they reconciled and they had business relationship okay after that which means you know i hate your guts but hey how are you yeah (laughs) You you can make me some money. That's yeah. fine. I still hate you and wish you were dead. Yeah, but they, they never did work again. Oh, okay. They never did work again. And in the 60s, Hitchcock did 50 films. Yeah. I I think, I'm sure we read that before. I didn't do a lot on Hitchcock this time because we've done Hitchcock. Right. You know, so, but I don't think I wrote down anywhere before that he had done 50 films. Well, because... It doesn't take as long as you think to make a movie. Right. Especially then. Then, right. Well, we did just learn that CG was first used in a Hitchcock film. That Yeah. And it, there was a little bit of CG in this, at the end of this movie. The overlapping faces when you look oh. at uh, Norman at the very end. Okay, yeah. But yeah, now it takes months and months and sometimes longer to do a movie. Back then, they were pumping them out. Right, it, three, and there wasn't three, a lot four of months, and that was it. Post production, right? Like right. there is now, right? Like you said, Janet Lee was Janet on Lee, set yeah. three weeks. She had she had a three week window to do this. One of those weeks was spent on the shower scene, and we watched this on the super fancy ultimate Alfred Hitchcock box set that my husband got for me for Christmas one year, and it said that alone on the shower scene there were over ninety edits. Which the scene is like three minutes long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine ninety cuts on a scene that short? No, that it's amazing. But it was such an important part of the movie. Absolutely. That it had to be perfect. Just so. Yes. You know, just when she grabbed that curtain and then those rings started popping. Yeah. Wow. Now that was frightening. That's probably that raised the up the hair part. on my neck. And when you see her dead eye. Yeah. Until you see it twitch. Right. Uh, but we didn't see that, did we? <laughs> no, of course not. But that, that first instance when you see her wide open pinhole pupil eye. Yeah. That that freaks you out a yeah. little bit. 
That was real. Just the that hand and those rings popping. Ooh. Yeah. That was the most frightening part of the whole movie. That little snippet. The trivia I saw said something about there were three knives used. And I want to know who has three butchery type knives in their house just at the ready. I mean, I know I do because I have two blocks and a and a set. But, but I don't have a knife that big. I do not have a knife that big at my house. Do you? you? My, my butcher blocks have knives like those. That big knife? I would think so. Okay. We can go look at them when we're done. But I, I'm pretty sure that my, my pampered chef set has a knife like that it's big and i don't know i don't know if they're that big yeah maybe maybe I, they're the next one down but still well, you know, yeah, how I many have, normal people have that many knives i have that many you're I, I have that many knives Are if you we're just gonna person? talk about oh yeah never mind then <laughs> i chopped my nuts with a, a fancy knife and i have two of those oh and you have those real sharp knives too yeah I know that from Lexi, experience. those are sharp. <laughs> yeah. Don't talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I here's something that I had written down as a side note. That voyeurism that we were talking about, the oh. way he... Oh, um, the way he shot he that. He shot that to, yeah. to look like that. That's called Hitchcockian style. Yeah. It's the camera movement that mimics a person's eye. He put a 50 millimeter lens in a... 35 millimeter camera something like that to mimic the what just vision looks like the vision of the eye yeah. just the eye yeah i saw that too i thought that was pretty interesting yeah that is pretty cool that um, it, it has a, a name yeah well uh, you know he he was a pioneer in a lot of things yes he was yes he was and you know even though he was a little shit of a man he he was a brilliant filmmaker. Yep. He harassed everybody he worked with nearly it, to death. But It sounds like it. <laughs> it you know, it, it really does sound like that he was kind of a shitty person. But I think that people would have wanted to work with him just because they would want to be associated with him. Absolutely. You know, I, I got to think that. The painting that Norman removes yes. to spy into Marion's room is a painting called Susanna and the Elders by Willem van Myries. Okay. I'm sure that is completely butchered. It was from 1691. That was a painting from Hitchcock's personal collection. Oh. Yeah. I thought that was a pretty Interesting. cool. Interesting. And that the Bates house was modeled after an oil painting that's that's at uh, MoMA, the Museum yes. of Modern Art uh-huh. in New York City. Uh, it's called The House by the Railroad. It was done in 1925 by Edward Hopper. That uh, also was the first painting acquired by MoMA. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Oh, wow. And in this little, you know, that came with this super awesome box set, a little booklet, and it had just, you know, little tiny tidbits because it talks about all the movies in the set. But it had pictures. Now, Hitchcock was known for his storyboarding. Yes. He basically had a comic book drawn. For exactly how he wanted stuff shot. Everything to look, yes. So there are pictures of his storyboard for the shower scene. And there is like blueprints of the house that I'll put on Facebook. Nice. And if I can figure out Twitter. Just because it's cool. It's just, it, it's something cool to see how just detailed this is. Yeah. How detailed his mind was. Yeah. Because this all had to be, it all had to look and feel just so. Oh, he said that he did it in black and white because he thought it would be too gory for color. Yes. Which I think at the time, maybe yes. 
Yes. But in I, general, I, would have to say, I have seen much worse. Yes. <laughs> but I, I would have to say that in 1960, this would have been horrifying if I, it were in black and white, or in color. Yeah. Also, at the end, I guess we'll have to talk about this just from the social aspect. There's a psychiatrist that's explaining the mm. whole situation. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the cops in the background is like, so he's a transvestite, which is not a preferred term nowadays. Correct. It's pretty antiquated and generally offensive. Yes. <laughs> and the shrink does correct him to say that it's that's not the classic definition of what a transvestite is. And it's just basically a cross-dresser, somebody that just wears the opposite sex's clothes, and it's typically a man that does that, but we are now seeing that women also partake in that. Yep. So. Now, I don't have a lot of other trivia left. Yeah, I'm about done with that, too. Other than... The knife sound. I got the knife sound. Oh, the cassava melon. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. There was a shot-by-shot remake done in 1998 by Gus Van Sant, and it starred uh, Anne Heche and Vince Vaughn. Ooh. Really? And Julianne Moore as the sister. Oh. And even though they, he, I remember when they made that, it was a big deal that it was shot by shot by shot, frame by frame by frame. And just the little tiny nuanced differences in it just made it lame. Like um, when in the Gus Van Sant version, they actually show Norman masturbating while he's watching Marion in her room and that, that's not necessary no it, it completely ruined the whole scene yeah that's not necessary and just little things like that but it really it really was a movie that didn't need to be remade no so they didn't really do it any justice oh well even you've heard it from me every time we do this there are no new movies no no new words no new music and even being shot by shot and everything being so precise it just wasn't great something like this you can't recreate no stuff like this is lightning in a bottle right right you know you've got the star wars brand yeah i mean that was written to go on and on and on yeah it just really seemed like it could go on forever it started at episode four it did yeah okay Star star wars is episode four you know, so, I mean, things like that are meant to go on. But, yeah, but when you start adding one and two and three after stuff, it's just not the same. I mean, not unless it's like anthology type stuff where like this is book one and this is book yeah. two and this is book three. But even then, that gets a little distorted now just because of the money making factor. Yes. And then it just gets stupid. Like the Hunger Games movies, the Twilight movies, there didn't need to be two part fours. No. No, it could have just been one big the, movie. The books were so much better. The books were, always are better. But yeah. Harry Potter. Yes. My good God, those books were fabulous. And the movies just got progressively more meh. Okay. I don't know. I haven't seen them. I, I've only seen I, the first one. People that I know that have watched them that aren't super Harry Potter fans were just like, yeah, they, you know, they're great for what they are, but, you know, they're not yeah. great cinema. I but know, I know but... Harry Potter super fans too, and they're just like they're great. Yeah, I know, I know. That's like everything. That's everything. And that guy that played Hagrid just died. Yeah, Robbie Coltrane. Yes, Coltrane. Yes. Yeah, he that's died too the bad. other day. Yeah, real he, he youngish like an, too. 
Yeah. 72? Uh, yeah. That's not old anymore. And not anymore. No, not not my thinking. But, you know, I could see him as Hagrid. Yeah. But that's not often that that happens. No. And I did enjoy the first Harry Potter movie. It was very true to the book. But I didn't ever want to chance it again. I think with movies like that, you have to do them in real rapid succession because, you know, Harry went from being 8 to 15 real fast. Yeah. Real fast. And I don't think he was 8 to 15 for the whole span of the books, was he? N- maybe at the end of the I Oh, I think the at very the very end, end, he's a grown man, right? You know what? I cannot even remember the end of the, the last book. Because I'm not a Harry Potter super fan. I, I've read all the, well, I've read the books, but that doesn't mean I remember how they end. I, I used to read a whole lot, but not anymore. Yeah, it's hard to read now. Yeah. COVID killed book reading for me. I, I, know, I don't think I've read a book since COVID. I have, but it, it's, I don't know, I don't know what happened in, like, my world that it's really hard for me to sit down and yeah. read a book. Yeah. And I have to really want to read the books. And I have a book, I bought a book that I really wanted to read, and I have not read it yet. Me too. Just recently, you got that book on Amazon for yeah. me, and it's right beside my table, but I haven't been able to pick it up. I read the uh, the first three Tales from the Gas Station books by Jack Townsend, and if you like creepypasta type stuff, which I do, those are very fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the best telling of them on a Creepypasta podcast is on the podcast Creepy. <laughs> I think that that guy does the best version that I've heard. Okay. Um, but the Tales from the Gas Station books are very fun. They're they're a little bit scary and they're super like mystical, magical, and everything happens at this crazy gas station on the edge of town. Okay. And they're very fun. And the characters are characters you know. Nice. There's yeah. a there's a no bullshit cop lady, and there's a goofy guy that lives in the woods. Yeah, somebody we know. Yeah. yeah, it's people you know. Yeah, that's what makes books interesting to me. So you know, and like I said, mindless entertainment. I read books for mindless entertainment. I want want to watch movies for mindless entertainment. So yeah, but I just haven't. I can send you the podcast where he reads them. It's kind of more fun. Okay, I'll send it to you instead of giving you the book. All right. <laughs> then I could just listen to yeah. books on tape. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I That's... probably could get them off of my uh, library card. I could also go into my bedroom and hand them to you. <laughs> no, no, no. The books on tape on my library card. Oh, absolutely. That I listen to. But, you know, there's all sorts of stuff you can listen to online now. Yeah. So that's kind of fun. I, I know. One girl at work listens to books on tape and I listen to NPR. Oh. That hurts me. I know, but I like it. I guess I am an old lady. You are. Yeah. (laughs) Not that bad. (laughs) What else? I have some news of ours. Oh? And it's not super big or anything, but we currently are sitting at 709 downloads, which is... Thrilling. About 708 more downloads than I think think we'd ever ever get. Yes. (laughs) So... Thank you to you people out there that are listening to our crazy selves. Yes. We have a, a large listening base here in Ohio. Also around the Dallas-Fort Worth area, there's a large smattering of dots on our map. Nice. Um, two in Frankfurt, Germany. 
Well, there's a lot of Americans in Frankfurt, Germany. That listen to dumb ladies from Ohio? Maybe. Okay. (laughs) Are they related to us? Who knows? Uh, Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Did I say Delaware and Virginia? There's a small smattering. The the dot is bright red, so that means there's several in like one area. Um, How fun. So, yeah, two in Barcelona, Spain, North Africa, near Morocco. Oh, my. Serbia, Albania, uh, Moscow, Russia. Do Do they have internet in Russia right now? Probably not. Okay. So. That might be questionable. Yeah. I'm sure that state-run media is all there is. I don't know. Have we ever ragged on Russia? I don't know. Um, We are pro-Ukraine as progeny of Ukrainian people. Yes. So, you know. uh, Also, we are pro-anti-tyranny. Oh, yes. Yes. (laughs) So, we are for the small guy. Uh And I guess this is on a super political note, but. God bless Zelensky. Yeah. I mean, staying and fighting with his people. Every day he gets up and he keeps fighting for and his people. It's amazing for, you know, a stand up comedian slash TV actor. He's doing an amazing job. Yeah. And I only wish the best for him and yeah. the Ukraine against tyranny. Right. Oh, also in political news, did you see the verdict in the Alex Jones Sandy Hook thing? OMG, yes. <laughs> you go, people. They're not going to see a dime. Oh, of no. It. no. They'll no. never see any. And money. he's got how many more trials coming up? Uh, they well, won- he lost $50 million in Texas. Right. Um, and then the $965 million in yeah. Connecticut. He, and he's been put, sending his money offshore and changing everything. Those people will never see a dime of it. But you know what? Good for them. They're getting, they're getting their due. Absolutely. Because. It's coming out that that guy is a... Nut bar? Yes. I listened to Knowledge Fight, a podcast by um, Dan Friesen uh-huh. and Jordan. God damn it, I should know his name, but I don't. Dan and Jordan. And they... <laughs> Dan watches a lot of um, Infowars and stuff like that uh-huh. to, to do these. And he has personally been involved in depositions against Alex Jones. Yeah. And they... <laughs> they have done such a great job covering all of this just jackassery Good. this man is a fucking certifiable crazy person yeah and a known liar yes. who will tell but, his crazy nut bar fan base that he is but his fan truth. base loves him yes and they the, will he's, keep he's giving said, him money you have to give me money so i can pay for all of this and the people send him money yes he's gotten millions stashed away but mm-hmm. he keeps saying i'm broke you need to send me more money and they do yeah how stupid can people be well uh, that I was kind the, of those a, are the people that are looking at us and saying that we're stupid yes yes believing what we believe in right nobody's going to be happy and no nope. i guess that's just the way it is but yeah that's awful i'm but, I'm so I'm, I'm glad that, that, that happened to those families, but yes. I'm so, so glad that this judgment came against him. Yes, against him multiple times, and it will come against him again. Because 12 reasoning people listened to the evidence and made a decision. They didn't have to listen to evidence. Uh, Alex Jones fucked around too long trying to bog down the legal process. Yeah. And the judgment was against him just to start with. This is all damages. 
all of these trials are damages yeah. trials because he's he's tried legal trickery right. to get out of having to be deposed. Yeah, who ex- else can we think of that is doing that? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, w- whatever the reason, the answer. I'm glad because he's an awful human being. He really is a terrible human being to say things like that and make people believe it even though now he's walking back everything well that that's, that's it's too, too late, late. <laughs> because you know he's saying yes and shaking his head no and all of his people know what that means exactly he is yeah a racist right he's a homophobe anti yeah. anti-transgender he is a terrifying human being yep if you're not fat like me i hate you i don't understand <laughs> he thinks he's a he thinks of he is one He's a stud. hunka hunka. Yeah. Yeah, no. Gross. I don't know. I do like a dad bod, but not that one. No. Mm. No, that's that's the body of a man who's lived the too well on life. other people's money. Yeah. For too long. Yeah. Because Infowars has been going on for like twenty five years. It's been on forever. Yeah. That's why he thinks he's invincible. Well, that's fine. Invincible people eventually get caught up. Happens to the best of them. Yeah. So. Okay. But I don't. I don't know. I. I. I don't understand why everything is going to hell in a handbag and and people who are were rioting at the at the Capitol want to be senators and representatives of their states. <laughs> I. I don't. That guy is a piece of shit too. Yeah. He's he's riding high on stolen valor. Yeah. And people are eating this yep. shit up. Eating it up. Mm-hmm. Even though his, just his story on its face doesn't sound right. Right. People are eating it up. Yep. You know, I, I, I live with a veteran. I, I don't, and I don't have a huge position on the military as it is, but stolen valor is a real thing. And yeah. People give their lives for, to protect us and our nation and for some asshole to be like, oh, yeah, I was in Afghanistan, blah, 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 on a secret ops mission. No, you weren't. Even if that can be corroborated, which it can be outside of the secretive nature of whatever you think you did. Yeah. You're not corroborating it. No. You're just saying it's true, so it's true. And yeah. That's not how everything works. <laughs> yeah, and now old JD's saying, oh, I, was, I joined the Marines 20 years ago. That guy started running for public office. Who cares? Yeah, nobody cares. You're all idiots. Yep. I don't I don't understand. People are sheep. And and they will and the people that are leading the sheep are all awful. Everybody's yep. awful. And that's not to say that and, we're on a on a better side because we're not, but No, and r- right now it's completely polarized. You're either a uh Republican or you're a piece of trash. And we see it the other way around. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Well, everything is Biden's fault. Well, I understand he comes off as a man that is not quite right. Pre Alzheimer's. <laughs> I get it. But <sighs> you know what? He's telling us that he's trying to work for us, yeah. which is what we need to hear. And then we hear. I, I don't need some rich asshole telling me to my face that I'm a piece of shit <laughs> and that I don't deserve anything. Correct. And that that's the big difference between today's democratic party and republican party yeah they're all they're all fighting for themselves they don't give a shit about us but the one guy is telling me that he is trying to fight for me i'm gonna follow that guy yeah you know as far as the economy 
why why does the bank think that this is helping us? I don't know. I don't I don't get it. I wish I wish that somebody who knows that kind of stuff would talk to me and say, "Well, when we raise rates these price these interest rates, this this slows down because people don't buy stuff. Well, you know what? I I got to buy food every day. Yeah. Every day I need to oh. eat and I I have a job in a different town. So every day I need to get in my gas car and and drive there. I I I had to waste time before work this morning and I spent $50 Oof. on one bag full of shit. And I didn't even get anything awesome. Right. Oh yes, you did. Yeah, I, I did get that awesome notebook for you. Yeah, you got me an awesome notebook. And I notebook. got fire alarms for my house because <laughs> I don't have one at the moment mostly because it's broken <laughs> it, it died and then i put a new battery in it and then it was just like oh I don't yeah like once working. they die you you're supposed to replace it but it's one of those battery ones so yes but still they're only meant to be alive for about 10 years well that's what i, I got i got ones that are yeah. that are 10 year and throwaway you ones. know you can go to the fire department and they'll give you i'm not going to the fire okay. department all right that's okay <laughs> and if you can't put them in, you can call the Red Cross and ask them if they could help you put them in. I saw they had hardwired ones, and I'm like, oh, God. I don't. I'm not that technical. Well, yeah. Plus, I don't know, you know, if the inside of a battery-operated one goes bad after 10 years, wouldn't the hardwired ones do the I same? Mean, you would think. I don't know. I don't know either. Fire detection is is big. I mean, there's been lots of fires just lately that that's why I that have been horrible. That's why it's been on my mind to buy them. Yeah. So I was out this morning and I bought two fire alarms and I bought a, two notebooks, mm-hmm. a notebook for you that was cool, and a yeah. trapper keeper for Big Daddy because he loves trapper keepers. Okay, I'm all right with that. Got a sweet car on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and did you hear there was a shooting at Arlington and Woodsdale this morning? Uh, no. Yeah. I'm blithe. <laughs> Baby, lock your doors. Uh, well, I mean, it's everywhere. Yeah, it, it's gun gunplay. Is it at what at the high school? It's just you know, insane. everybody's saying, "Oh, well, Alexis Road is bad, and people drive." Not that part um, of Alexis Road. The stadium is not on Alexis Road. No, it's, it's on, on a Drive. residential little side street. Yes. And whoever was shooting there knew that it would be full of people. Yeah. Oh, that's right by my house. It's, yeah. Well, it's not too far from here. Nope, not, not eat, no. And that's my girlfriend's kids go to Whitmer. They have been going to the games. Yeah. They just happened to not go that weekend. Thank God. Oh, you know, and, and people have absolutely no respect for another human being anymore. No. And that's a sad day. And they also had some live cop show that was running that they were chasing a car way the fuck over by the university. And I'm just like, oh, these were suspects in the Whitmer shooting. Okay, that's a bit of a track. That neighborhood that's a far away. is a bit of a track. Yeah. From Whitmer Stadium. Yeah. So, yeah, you mean to tell me just, that you had a car chase through town? It's just right up Secor Road. A but anybody busy that's part of town. driven on Secor Road knows how skinny it is. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. So I'm just like, okay, I think you just 
saw a car with black people in it and started yeah. chasing it. Yeah. yeah. Jesus H. Christ. Uh-huh. I, I don't know. I It's just, I'm, I'm just not, I'm not. And, you know, it's a shame that that's the comment that comes out. Yeah. You know, well, it's, well the a cops just saw a car with black people yeah. and they started chasing it. That's how our police run now. Yeah. It's disgusting. It's It certainly seems like that, doesn't it? Yes, it does. You know, no, the Constitution says I can uh, have a gun. Well, the Constitution also says we can um, live the life we want to live and be happy. Yeah. But we can't have abortion. Well, we... Because it's not in the Constitution. Well, that's part of making me happy. Yeah. Well, uh, it's just like everything. You know, if I say the dog is red, you will have to say, no, the dog is brown. And the next guy over there is going to say, no, the dog is black. And the next guy over there says, no, the dog is a blonde. Right. <laughs> and it's the same dog. Right. Well, yeah. So. That's just the, the rule of eyewitnesses. Yes. <laughs> but, yeah, no. Policing America sucks. America really kind of sucks. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. We just have to live here. Oh, you know what? And I work with the public. I know that for a fact. Yeah. People have, since this pandemic. People have become unhinged. It's insane. They are, they go out in public and they're rude and, you know, they're sick. They uh, come into our store. Oh, I, I just came back from the doctors and I, I'm tested positive for Corona. So I need to get some masks and, and some medicine. I'm thinking, why don't you have a mask on now? Yeah. Why are you breathing on me? Why are you even talking to me? Oh, that brings us to our theme meal. We had. Oh, a, yes. <laughs> Norman serves Marion some sandwiches. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I thought instead of just having a regular ass sandwich, I'd go to Barry's Bagels and get a bagel sandwich. Yeah. Which was awesome. But while I was standing in line as I'm sick, the guy that was standing in line behind me stood so close to me that I wondered if he and I were married. <laughs> was he good looking? I didn't even look back. I could just see, oh, you know, chest. That, that he was right there. Yeah. And I'm just like, why are you so close to me? I texted my actual husband and I was just like, dude, this guy is super close to me. And he's just like, turn around and cough on him. Yeah. <laughs> and she could have. I could have. I feel like garbage. Or, or she could have turned her head and blew a huggy into her. Uh... No, I would never have done that. <laughs> why would you say that to me right now? Oh, I hate you. Well, we can all hear that you have that. It, it's so but weird because yeah, it's all like right just here. It. Just it's right in the like front right of there. your nose. And it won't go up and it won't go down. No, and I've got just a little drip, but nothing. It's so stupid. Do you want me to go out and get one of those Vicks inhalers for no, you? No, I have one. I uh, He also bought me a fresh tub of VapoRub. So as soon as you <gasps> nice. leave, I'm putting a tank top on, just put, slathering it up. Put a little right under your nose. You could have done that. Just caking it on. I wouldn't be a, a I love the smell of Vicks. Oh, my. <laughs> I had to stop buying those Vicks scented tissues. Oh. Because. You were just wiping your nose to wipe I your nose. I wasn't even wiping my nose. I was just sniffing the tissue. <laughs> so weird. Yeah. I, I had to cut myself off from the Vicks tissues. <sighs> now I just have a little nose inhaler that I. Oh, I love those inhalers. Oh, man, I do, too. <laughs> he, especially when i'm not sick and i can really smell it yeah and then you <laughs> then you're breathing out the menthol mm. 
Fix is delicious. But yeah, that man but, was standing way too close yeah. to me, and I just kind of wanted to elbow him uh, a yeah. little bit. You should still be social distancing. Yeah, I, you don't have to stand 10 feet from me, because that creates right. a stupid line. Right. But it, your you, three bagels weren't worth me turning around and coughing on you, were they? I don't think so. Right. Your three, your three weirdo bagels. Did he get weird bagels? They weren't good bagels. I don't even remember what they were now, but I'm, I just remember him talking, and I'm like, those are dumb. <laughs> those aren't even good ones. A chocolate chip one would be good, just to nibble on. Yeah. Yeah, but I understand. you. I can't believe it did, wouldn't take your or, online order. God, it was a pain in my ass. Oh, I am And then so I get sorry. there, and I... I get the girl that she's like, she's real excited about helping me. And then she, then she gets to the table and then she's just kind of looking around like, what do I what do? I do? <laughs> what do I do? And it, I was in goddamn Barry's bagels a half an hour. Well, you threw her off when you wanted a bagel just cut. There's a machine that cuts them. So I don't know what the hell happened. <laughs> Big Daddy just wanted plain bagels, just sliced bagels. So I got him. Two onion and a, and a plain sliced bagels. And, you know, they weren't sliced through. <laughs> Why would it slice crazy. all the way through? I don't know. Because it just should go right in and right out. I don't know. <laughs> but my sandwich was delicious. My sandwich was pretty good, too, except my lettuce was all stemmy. I yeah. hate stemmy lettuce. It had Mine had jalapenos and yellow peppers on it. Yeah, I knew that. I, I knew that it would. That's why I was asking. I've never had jalapenos on it, but it was very good. Okay. But next time, I, I will try the capers. Okay. Only because I've never tried them before, and I should try them. I just don't know how it would be on a sandwich. Like, I know how it is on, like, a, like a nice chicken dish with, yeah. like, a lemon sauce. Yeah. That's really good. Because but... they really have a taste of their own. Yeah. So I don't... Pine nutty, but mm. not pine nutty. Yeah. Pickly. I, I think they are... Well, that's because they're pickled. Well, yeah, they're, I mean, they're brine. and then you bite down on it. It's a certain kind of a bite. I, I don't know. Maybe next time I'll try it with the capers. Okay. What the hey? Yeah. I, I would rather try something than say I hate it. Well, I do hate asparagus. I don't like asparagus. I'll eat it. It's Only it's if not it's my grilled. Favorite. Yeah. But you know what? I'm an adult. I can make those choices. Yeah. 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 And as an American, <laughs> that's your right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, there's so li- there's so few things that I won't eat that, you know. Oh, and I'm a picky baby eater. I know. I'm getting better. Me too. That's why I tried the asparagus grilled. Yeah. And it was very good. But I wouldn't walk across the street for it. Justin's mom makes it. She wraps it in bacon. That would be delicious. And cook it on the grill. grill. And yeah. that's good. But as a rule, it's, I mean. I'll eat it, but it's not my favorite. Yeah. Tomorrow, we have big plans to see the new Halloween. Halloween oh. ends. Oh. So I can't wait to watch it. I Critically, it is not doing very well. Yikes. So we're going to watch it on Peacock. Uh-huh. Kurt's going to come over. We're going to oh. make bomb nachos. Nice. Yeah. That'll be pretty fun. And we love Kurt. He's got lots to share with us. <laughs> no Wilhelm screams in this movie i did not hear any no there were none the the only scream i heard was from her yeah even the guy that was falling backwards down the steps didn't scream yeah he didn't make a lot of noise at all that's because he was a tough guy pi okay yeah i would be like "Ah, ah, ah, ah." (laughs) 
<laughs> that that was rather odd when the floor came up to him. Yeah, there that, was like he was walking was... backwards on the sound stage, and they just kind of pulled the camera. Yeah, out. yeah, yeah. That was the oddest part of the movie when he was falling down the steps. But I think that's. I think, again, that was kind of how your eyes see it when you watch somebody fall like that. Okay. I think that's why it was shot like that. All right. I don't know, but it, that was that was an odd part. It's not like you're watching it happen, you know, sweeping down yes. the staircase. It's like you're at the top of the staircase and you're watching it happen Yeah. in real time. I think that's what it's supposed to kind of look like. Okay. I, I don't believe know. it. I'm guessing. <laughs> <laughs> well overall i thought the movie was okay it, it was, was a, a good movie better than you were expecting much better than i was expecting yeah. yes because i'd only ever heard about it and i've only ever seen the shower scene but it was it was well put together it was a nice story you know the story went from beginning to end yeah it did have a definite beginning and ending yeah and you know she thought she'd make it easy by taking that money. And then what, what did it get her? Nothing. Yeah. A whole lot of nothing. A whole yeah. lot of trouble. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that's a good story. I think you'll enjoy part two simply because it kind of has that same beginning and end feeling. Uh-huh. Uh, Anthony Perkins and Vera Miles reprise their, their roles. Oh, uh-huh. Does he kill her? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> For people who haven't seen the what, lesser does, watched Psycho does, 2. Does she go back to try to get something from him? Yes. Oh. Yeah. Okay. There's a bit of a honeypot situation. Oh, do they, they didn't find the money when they found the body? I think they did, but I think the cops were, were, drag, were, were dragging the, the body out of the water. Yeah. So uh, I'm sure that was all impounded. She wasn't going after him for money. Oh, okay. Okay. Interesting. Okay. That wasn't her money to go after for anyways. Right. But I I did enjoy this. I I enjoyed it more than I thought. Yeah. I do love Hitchcock, and and I don't know why I've never wanted to see this movie, but... I think think it's because you thought it would be scary, scary. Well, no, none of the other Hitchcock movies are scary, scary. But they're not horror movies. Okay. Yeah, you're right. They're all supposed to be thrillers, suspense movies. Yeah. This Birds. was his first horror, horror movie. Okay. Birds came after. I know. And that's definitely a horror movie. Ooh, all those birds. Oof. If I get pooped on once, I'm killing somebody. <laughs> oh. It's supposed to be good luck. No, the hell it isn't. It must be good luck. You pooped into grandpa's pocket. Must be good luck. The, that's cute when babies do it. But <laughs> fucking seagulls, they're gross. They are. That is true. Oh. <laughs> you and little your tiny little bird legs your yeah. diety was open and <laughs> you pooped right into grandpa's pocket i'm sorry i was a baby <laughs> <laughs> oh my so we've talked about watching psycho 2 and we've talked about watching silent hill yes i have found another movie that you i think you might enjoy for what it is it is a, a bit more on the scary side, but it's not it's not like a full on scary movie. Okay. It's a, a found footage film. I don't know what that means. It's um They made this movie out of other movies leftovers? No, they shoot it like 
like you and me are doing stuff and we're, you know, we're like filming ourselves, you know, do going on our cool places, doing our cool shit. And that's kind of how most of the movie is, is that's how you view it as. Oh. These people are filming themselves doing the stuff. Okay. They call that found footage. Oh, okay. Uh, but the movie is called As Above, So Below, and most of it takes place in the catacombs under Paris. Never heard of it. I had know of the catacombs under Paris. I know it because forever ago when it was the theater, Justin's like, oh, let's go see this. Let's go see this. And I'm like, this movie sounds stupid. It sounds really stupid. So we never ended up seeing it in the theater. And I'm kicking myself because it is a great movie. Okay. All right. We can do that. So, Put that on our list. Yeah. That definitely is one that I think we should watch. And it's currently on Hulu. So. Oh, perfect. Easy to stream. I do own it, but. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Hulu right. also has redone the Hellraiser movie that I'm half putting off watching. I, I I don't know if it will be super gory because horror movies now seem to think they need to be super gross gory. Yeah. Also, the Hellraiser stuff is a bit gory, just on principle. Yep. But they've made a lot of changes that I'm interested to see how they work. Okay. Um, Pinhead as a woman. Oh. In this uh, iteration. Okay. So that'll be interesting to see how somebody other than Doug Bradley handles it. Uh, Doug Bradley was the original Pinhead. Okay. Um, a couple other actors have played Pinhead in later films that are just placeholder Hellraiser names that just are bullshit movies. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm so excited about that. But yeah, we're going to watch Halloween Ends tomorrow, I think. And uh, we'll see how it goes. All right. Sounds like a good plan. Yeah. I don't uh, know if I uh, work or not. I don't think I work. Well, if you want to come over and watch Halloween Ends. No, no thanks. Nachos, it, yeah, I watched one movie this weekend. That's enough for me. <laughs> Listen, you should know that by now. Okay. I'm good for one a week. Okay. <laughs> let's not get excited. Right. You know, I've missed uh, 25 years of movies. Let's not get excited. <laughs> one a week is good. You're so stupid. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Other than that, I think that's all I've got. Yep, I'm, I'm excited got. that there seem to be people listening to us. Yes. Oh, I added a few more platforms and right now i can't tell you what they are because i wrote it down and put them in a different pair of pants oh so they're beside my car keys right <laughs> right Good so Lord. we're on a few more platforms if there's anything out there that you know that we're not on let me know uh, obviously we're on facebook at movies with my mother uh-huh. uh, we're on twitter at m w m m pod uh-huh and uh we have an email address it's uh, movies with my mother, all one word, at yahoo.com. Yes. I've been thinking more and more about a website. Oh. Should, oh. We, should we think about doing that? Yeah, why not? Okay. We could do that. I, I mean, I don't think it will be hard. No. But just keeping up with content because we're, you know, we our schedules are so silly. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm in a fugue. A fugue? Yeah, I'm just in a fugue state. Okay. Where I don't want to do anything. Do you want some of my... <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> no, I go see my doctor on Tuesday, so we'll see what he says. Did you write down those things that I you wanted to discuss? Yes. I'm serious. You need to have that in your hand so yeah. you don't forget anything. So it's written down. Okay. 
So hopefully my meds get changed around and I get a little more pep in my step because I'm literally dying. <laughs> well, you know, you do have that condition called life. So well, you literally are dying. Well, it's going to happen at some yeah, point. Yeah. Hopefully not soon. Oh. You know, that would be unfortunate. That would be that would be nice if I don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hear you. But uh, that being said, happy spooky season to you. Yes. Good mental health to you. Yes. Pray for the Ukraine. Yes. Yeah, I guess pray for the U.S. while you're at right. it. Right. Jesus H. Christ. You betcha. <laughs> and we'll see you soon. I think, are we going to do Psycho 2 next or are we going to do something different to you, get a palate you cleanse? You pick it. All right. We'll decide when that time comes. All right. You let me know. All right, baby. And until then, this is Movies with My Mother. And remember that we love you. Bye. Bye.